Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? It means we're in the middle of a heat dome, Van. What? In the middle of a heat dome. A heat dome still here? And it's expanding. It's the wait, the dome is growing? The dome is growing. Up or sideways? Both. Oh no. Yeah. It's... How will we ever get to the bottom of that, Fred? You won't. It only there is no bottom to a heat dome. It don't there is no there is no safe in a heat dome. There's only safer. There's it's intensifying. It's a dome of heat. Well, I'll tell you what we should do. Instead of us arguing about if it's real or not, yeah. bring in the big guns. What does that mean? Like water guns to combat the heat. Yes. Bring in, bring Wait, in a no, super no, no, soaker. No, 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 no water. From no water. A super soaker from KB Toys. No, 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 no water. It's just going to make it humid. Ah. We don't want any more humid. Yeah, because now it's a dry heat. <laughs> it's a dry heat dome. This upcoming Wednesday at 4.30 on this program, set an alarm, tell a friend, tell two friends, set two alarms. Steve Stocker joining us on the program. Yeah. Hey, Marie, on your professional list of people you had to interview before you die, how is how high is Steve Stocker and why is he number one? Uh, he's not number one, but he's up there. Uh, he's pretty iconic to I grew up here. And, uh, today's, today's I-9 varsity, the I-9 varsity Ooh. of must interviews before we die. Okay. All right. I ain't got to think about this the whole program. We already got the varsity knocked out. Well done. We'll do that uh, it. before the end of the show. You grew up here. You saw Steve on your TV every oh, single every night. Every single day. I liked Fridays when he brought on the dogs. Yeah. That was the best. There are like two people here. There are like two people. Steve Stocker Marissa Mays. Okay. Those are like the two. Two good ones. Steve Stucker is way up top of the list of people from here I'd love to interview. Yeah. Way at the bottom, the exact opposite of Steve Stucker. Mm-hmm. Mark Ronchetti. One Larry Barker. Oh, okay. Yeah. You yeah. Don't, don't want to be talking to Larry Barker. If you see him out in the community having a nice dinner you avoid with it. his lovely missus, yeah. just wave. Don't, don't draw any attention mm, to yourself because he'll start investigating you right on the away. spot. He'll say, immediately. he'll say, why don't you sit across from me at this picnic table in a public park? Because that way he knows that you can't jump across it at him. Mm. That's how he's very smart. Also, I'm assuming he knows jujitsu or something like that. That's not real. We've had this talk. Jujitsu is not a real form of combat. Again, you're thinking of taekwondo. Okay. Which is only semi-real form of combat. I, and I only recently learned about taekwondo during the 30 billionaire over-the-top Royal Rumble that we had on this very program last week during the worst sports day in the history of the world. A lot of emails and texts saying we need to bring it back. Inter- it's been it's not even been one week, not you even fiends. It's not even been a week. We're going to have to find other groups of people to have a to-the-death battle royale for. Okay, so there are some. Mm-hmm. 
like a good one because we try to include a Marie here for Title IX reasons. A good one would be the thirty man over the top backup quarterback Royal Rumble of all time or of all currently t- of all time all time. All right, sweet. The no, thirty no, no greatest hints, no hints backup quarterbacks of all time. That's a good one. In a battle over the Rumble Royal Rumble over the top battle. Okay. Kirk Cousins would be on that list. Is God watching? God is watching. All right, I'm putting the house on Tim Tebow. 100% you put yeah. the house on Tim Tebow. <laughs> that would be the one. We talk about that worst sports day in the year, and we remember back to it because this past Saturday was arguably the best sports day of the entire year. You being serious? You it was went, really good. You went to the Albuquerque Dukes game. Yeah, and it was absolute fire. Was it fire? They look so good in the Dukes uniforms. My goodness. Did we win? We're winning every no. game. Go back. Oh, we did not win? Th- you know who won? Everybody who waited in that long line to get Dukes merch. Those in attendance? Crushed it. For the thousands in attendance. My shirt was a hit, Amory. Aren't you excited it, for me? It's always a hit. Thank you for that. I appreciate your style. For the friends of the show who didn't see me, I have style. At Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. the Lab, a.k.a. Duke Stadium. Hey, when you're not with I, me at things, do people ask you where I am? Um, Sometimes, yeah. It's like the number one question I get when people see me without you. Where's they're like, Van? They're like, where's the big guy? And I always go, Van's not here. <laughs> That's what I do. But I got so many compliments on my not retro retro shirt, Amory, that I spent this last month conditioning and beating the hell out of. I saw it on and, the gram. And rubbing, and rubbing salt on it. I rubbed some salt on it with the scrub sponge. I aged it. If you want to see what it looks like, go to at TalkABQ on the grams. For our older audience, that's Instagram. You can download the app on your phone, at TalkABQ. It's like threads, but older. You can see a picture of me in the the vintage shirt with uh, our buddy TK. Now, you're talking about Tim Keller. Mayor Keller, yeah. Now, this was an interesting move by you. One of the biggest Isotopes fans there are. Always represents what's going on in Albuquerque. The internet. And of course, he was there in Duke's regalia at the game. The internet hates when you or I post pictures with Tim Keller. It's not 100% favorable. Mm. It's wildly, overwhelmingly favorable, though. The people who are willing to tell you that it's not favorable are the worst friends of the show. Not the most eloquent people, either. It's almost like there's a copy and paste. Right. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say. This is not clout chasing. This is what, but if it's like Tim Keller, or if it's like MLG, or right. if it's whoever we're putting photos up with, people will say... The exact same things, but inserts a different name. Right. And I'm like, what are we doing? Go bleep yourself in the bleep, you lib bleep. Yeah. 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 I can't, can't believe that you're um, a person that exists outside the sports talk radio phone microphone. Like, what? Huh? If my friend Tim Keller wants to take a picture at Retro Night at the Isos Ballpark, you take a freaking picture. While he was rocking the jerseys that they were wearing on the field at the current time. That's super sweet. Yeah, he went down to the Duke store and bought a jersey with his own money. Or taxpayers' money. We don't know. Well, I mean, he's got a couple side hustles. <laughs> he's got the best Etsy store. It's not under Mayor Keller, but you can find Mayor Keller's Etsy store. Yeah. It's, and it's all just like old Muni 
like aquatic center shirts that he swiped and he's selling them. And uh, hair uh, troll dolls whose hair was braided. Weird. Yeah. Weird flex. Mm-hmm. He's into some weird stuff, and I'm into it. Hey, Marie, I had a banger of a weekend. I know she weren't at my wrestling event. No, but I, I told you, I promised. Me and BB, me and BB will be at the next one. Well, you need like a you need like a bodyguard. Like what's in August? The, what's the deal here? Oh no, uh, BB wants to go. I thought you would like that. We set attendance records. If BB's there, you're gonna have to give him like four tickets. Not for three friends, but to surround himself with empty chairs. To to buffer. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Because he's so famous and well-known and, and loved, overwhelmingly loved. I'll tell you the wild part about Duke City Championship Wrestling at the Historic El Rey Theater this, Patters, this past Saturday night. Like, you would think we'd comp some tickets, right? Like, I comp tickets to who? Like, you. Like, I like there's a handful of people I don't make pay to come to this thing. Right. They don't get chairs. All of the chairs sold. If you wanted to go to Duke City Championship Wrestling, I, you number one, buy a ticket. Buy a ticket for sure. Because I cannot just give you a seat because that seat will sell. Because I sold 408 seats. Are you kidding me? The whole floor was sold out. We sold the whole it's thing, Amory. Hey, there were 408 people through the door at the Historic El Rey Theater. That's awesome. Congratulations. It was super good. I was super proud. I threw a guy out. For nefarious reasons, just so I could have a chair. That's I don't know if that's accurate. Well, you were busy. I have free reign. Is this a shoot or a work? Yes. <laughs> I didn't kick anybody out. Record attendance, over 400 people at the Historic Gallery this past Saturday. Big thank you to all that were in attendance. There were a bunch of media outlets, everyone that kind yeah. of covered it. Um, I tell you what, I, I know we talk about this on the show. When people take the time to say kind things, I'm very appreciative of that. So many friends of the show did. So many fans of Duke City Championship Wrestling. Thank you to everyone who... Pro- I'm not hard to find in a crowd. And thank you to those who waited. Thank you to the, of the way too many people who took photos. Thank you to to everyone who brought energy and ambiance to it. I was, I was very proud. I was very emotional about it. And it went very, very well. Uh, so largest attendance, largest gate, largest merch, largest... Like it was... I know it's early in infancy, but it was the best night in the history of Duke City Championship Wrestling this past Saturday. We'll continue that action again this upcoming, not this upcoming, one month from today. August 17th is a Thursday. We're going to do it all again. We're going to run it back. So we're super excited about it. Nice. Yeah. Oh, exciting. On a Thursday. That's cool. On a Thursday. You get to have your fun. You don't got to wait till the weekend. No. Right? You got to have your, Thursday, uh, your fun on a Thursday. And we drew out. There were things going on Saturday night. There was boxing. There was baseball. There was... Like this is mm-hmm. a this is a product that can go up against and it did so I'm very proud of that. And the good guys won. Shout out to Hobo Hank at the end pulled it out. Yeah, it didn't look like they're going to win. The end. I'm gonna. I don't. Should I spoil? I'll spoil. If you weren't in attendance, I'm spoiling. If you weren't in attendance, you can catch the weekly program that comes out every single Saturday at noon. It's 30 minute programs, man. They drop weekly on uh, Comcast Channel 26 here in town. Obviously, you can get them on the YouTube channel. But, um, yeah, the big main event was Hobo Hank and Thunder versus Charlie 50 in Phoenix. Ooh. Yeah, they suck. They suck. Yeah. And the end was uh, very good as Veronica Vega is hated by all. You ever heard a lady get booed more in her whole life when she touches a microphone? Uh, Tommy mm-hmm. Lauren? Very similar to Tommy Lauren. Okay. Albuquerque hates women as this... it relates to pro wrestling. Now, hold on. Yeah. They might hate women. Albuquerque doesn't hate women. <laughs> they might. They hate women from Texas. That's true. Yeah. That's what it is. We represent our own. 
They're not those losers. Amarillo. How about Amarillo? No. That's what people were saying. Oh, my God. Are they from Amarillo? Everyone I hate is from Amarillo. Oh. All my homies hate people from Amarillo. I, they smell, really? They smell like El Paso. So that's what I thought. They could have El Pasoed by the historic El Rey, and I would have been fine. Mm-hmm. So at the very end, it looked as if Veronica Vega was going to get at the pit stop from Hobo Hank, which Shay Marie is when Hobo Hank takes his opponent's head, sticks it into his armpit, and then makes them suffer um, the cavity that is an armpit of homelessness. But she did not. Ended up on top of Charlie 50, double pin from mm. Hobo Hank. This one's over. Everyone goes home. Nitty gritty brand, Mr. Bojangles. You don't get to see a lot of double pins out there in the world. I mean, not non-sexual. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah. When we get back, a lot of world of sports over the weekend. We're going to talk a lot about Hard Knocks. A. Marie saw the new Mission Impossible movie. We'll go over that with her. We're very excited. A. Marie, you told me at gunpoint before the show that we're doing an NFL segment. What's the deal? Um, yes, there's a new NFL segment later on in the show. Ooh, that's exciting. Now, is this like once a day? What, what's the formula on this thing? Yeah, it's once a day. Mandatory NFL headlines with Amory. And it can just happen anytime? Yes. It's like, a, like an impromptu it's dance party? you know how I keep you guys on track. I don't like this. I'm not a fan of it either. I don't like that my mom's I never bow to authority. Yeah. Amory, it's wild that you're our mom. <laughs> Van and I are 40. A Marie Castillo. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I've been right? called comedy mom a lot. Now I can be producer mom. What? Comedy mom? Oh, gosh. Oh, that In New York, like... that's what they called me. Because I fed oh. everyone and took care of everyone. This is self-inflicted. I know. It also a little bit to me. Uh, what, what? I have to make sure you guys talk about the NFL because it's the most important thing in the world. We're going to talk about hard knocks when we get back because the Jets think they can dictate the max. Did I say that right? Max who? The place that the kids <laughs> hung out and stayed by the bell. Okay. Tuning on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, here's how it's being reported, y'all. The Jets say they won't let NFL film cameras inside the rooms when Coach Robert Saleh, is that correct? Ask Amory. Amory, is that is that close? Saleh? Salas? S A L. I think I believe it's Sala. Sala? Yeah. When Coach Robert Sala and Joe Douglas are cutting players, quote, Hard Knocks will not be Oh no. The same. They're not going to be given the same access. The Jets don't believe it's humane to show players being released. Uh, first off, good. Good. Don't don't show these young men at like their lowest moment. And they're getting cut from their, their NFL dreams are crumbling yes, right in front of their eyes. Then they get rid of them. Good. What, Van? Tell me good stories about these poor guys who are about to get cut. And see their dreams crumble. Danny Amendola gets cut in the very first season of Hard Knocks. Then goes to sign a contract with the St. Louis Rams immediately afterwards. There it is. Literally in the first one, I gave you an example. The story of Danny Amendola getting cut from the Dallas Cowboys in the first season 
of Hard Knocks is the best storyline ever in the history of Hard Knocks. Yeah, but I don't need to be in the room. You could just show me the story after it happened. Humane also makes it sound like they're taking them out back and, and putting them down. That's pretty sweet. It makes it seem like a farm. Actually, Animal Humane would do the opposite. Why are they being so soft? Thank you, Emery. I think they're just because they don't want <sighs> Max. So, they don't want HBO oh, there. Please. So they're going to do everything they can to disrupt. They're only going to show the good stuff. How boring is that? Yeah, it's called the Cowboys season. That's all they did. Not the first one. Yeah. But Danny Amendola getting cut and him going, I can't believe my undersized man from Texas Tech who walked on to the Dallas Cowboys didn't get chased by the NFL. And then the St. Louis Rams are like, we got you, fam. What day is it? 17th. 10,045 days since the Cowboys have been in the NFC Championship. Super sweet. Danny Amendola would have put him one, one player closer. <laughs> Instead, he's a legend in the Patriots. So what are the? So what are they? Are that's the only thing they don't want? Well, I don't know about only, but that's the one I'm seeing right now. They're going to try to screw him over at every moment. Actually, what it is, and I didn't. I like I had heard this, but I I didn't want to spoil anything. Have you ever seen Legends of the Hidden Temple? Oh, of course. Excuse me, that's not what I meant. That was the Nickelodeon show. Yeah, my mistake. Oh, in- Indiana Jones and the. Temple of Doom? In the Temple of Doom? Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Okay. So you know that part where the guy is reaching his hand into people's hearts? Sure. Kalimar. Kalimar. Sure. Kalimar. Mm-hmm. And then whenever he, he goes, oh, you know what I'm talking about over the fire pit? Yeah, yeah, Kalim. You know what I'm talking about? Of course. So that's everyone what, does. That's what Aaron Rodgers is going to do to everyone who gets cut. And the Jets don't want that out there. Rip their heart out He's with his bare hands? He's going to rip their hearts out with his bare hands. So you're saying? And consume them. The ayahuasca journeys have turned him into a voodoo priest. A bloodthirsty voodoo priest. And the Jets just don't want that pub. Okay, what's so weird, too, is we're going to hear about it regardless. They're going to get cut. Like, it's going to be news. We actually hear about it a week before the episode airs, too. That's yeah, so the what, thing. like, I'm like, okay. I haven't seen the new Indiana Jones. Amory, you went and saw the new Mission Impossible? I did. I'm not going to go see the new Indiana Jones. What? What? Why? Why? I mean, I'll wait till it's on streaming. Max? Yeah, I'm not going to. My fire stick, whatever. Your what? The fire stick. What is that? When you can. Unpaid advertisement for the fire stick. Just kidding. It's like an Amazon thing? That's what the internet's saying. You know, you can just watch movies from home. Yeah, I had that. It's called Max. Anyways, uh, I'm not going to go see Indiana Jones in theater. But you went and saw Mission Impossible in theater? I did. I saw Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 in theater. Same. This past weekend. Is that what the whole thing's called? Sunday night. It's called Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. So there's more Dead Reckoning coming. June 14, 2024, the second one comes out. Oh, we only have to wait a year? Yeah. Oh, thank gosh. I was really concerned. I low-key was hoping it was Christmas. I'll tell you, you know how long I'm going to wait? How long? The rest of my friggin' life. You never watched Mission want... Impossible? No. They're the they're best. They're stupid. No, they're not. No, they're they not. are stupid, and I almost called him Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise is stupid. Tom Cruise is incredible. I'm not supporting Tom Cruise Why? in anything Why he does. Why is he stupid, Van? He's a cult leader. That's accurate. Okay. Allegedly. Accurate. I mean, alleged, an alleged we cult We all leader. have our cults. 
well, we need well, a stronger legal department before we take on Scientology. Also, I don't know why you keep talking about Indianapolis every time we talk about anything. <laughs> okay. Colts. I want to rewatch. I, I, I think it's incredible that Mission Impossible has been happening since 1996. What do you mean you think it's incredible? You know it is. In the very opening moments of Not the gonna very lie to you, I film. think I've only watched the first one and this last one. But oh no, it's the best franchise in the history of film. It's pretty incredible. You're an insane person. I just watched Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One Sunday night, last night. From start to finish, it's the greatest action, spy, uh chase, like chase scene. Okay. It's um it's the most incredible movie ever made on this planet by human beings. Now, hold on. Is it better than The Last Fast and the Furious? Yes. It is. It is. Okay. Oh. And what about what about Top Gun Maverick? Was it better than so I didn't Tom see Cruise's Ta- last action You haven't seen Maverick? Movie? Well, no, of course not. I'm not into weird America propaganda films that perpetuate the American industrial complex and how we are so much better than oh everyone because we own guns. I couldn't be more so- anti-military. Oh, that's not good. So, Amory, if that's you're not if good. <laughs> friends of the show, they protect if you're, your country. If you're keeping yeah. score at home, they do though. Those are the last them. two movies that Fred said was the greatest movie of all time. No. Yes, you said the new Fast and the Furious was the greatest movie oh, that's ever correct. made. It was until I saw this one, and then Top Gun Maverick, right right before Fast and the Furious, was the greatest movie. It ever goes made. like this: the the greatest movie I ever saw, I saw at the beginning of the year, called John Wick Four. Okay. And then I saw Fast and the Furious after that. That was the greatest oh, John movie. John Wick okay. was good, too. Told you. And then I saw Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. That is the greatest movie I've ever seen. They, they're they all awful. John Wick is slightly passable. Those Tom, are awful, awful movies. It's kind of wild to me that Tom Cruise, Vin Diesel, and Keanu Reeves have never won an Oscar or an Emmy, and they're arguably the three greatest actors in this generation. You're good at picking roles. Like Carl Malone, John Stockton? Like what? I thought you said pick and rolls. Ah, pick and rolls. Nice. I got you. Best movie of all time. Amory loved it. Amory, should I go watch it? Yes. I it's am not a- going to. All right, Van. Here. Hear you know me why? Out. You know why? Why? I'm not supporting that insane person, Tom Cruise. The Mission Impossible theme is one of the best ones ever. I'll keep my thirteen dollars and fifty cents. Mm-hmm. By the way, I need to give my $13.50. I think it's more than cents. that. I went and saw it on IMAX. Uh, I saw it at the Violet Crown in Santa Fe. You been up there? I do. I got it. You drove all the way to Santa Fe to go to the movies? I was already in Santa Fe. Oh, nice I was theater. like, what? It's very nice. It was nice super theater. nice. Mm-hmm. I need to hand out one of my cracker cards right now. Okay. One of my white boy cards uh-huh. need to be taken away from me. I'll have it. Because I have yet to see Asteroid City. Oh, and we're past the spoiler oh, period. I saw that one last of my, night. One of my favorite... Director's Wes Anderson. Now, Amory, on Asteroid City that you saw last night, and I saw it one week ago, on a scale of 1 to 10, where would you put this bad boy? In all Wes Anderson films? Or, like, no. I need a scale of, like, what do you mean? 10 is Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. And 1 is Asteroid City. I think, where would you put it between there? I think it's hard because they're just, it's two different kind of film experiences for me. Like one's good and the other one is Asteroid no, City? No, I, I watch them for different reasons. Like one to be entertained and the other one is the, is a self-serving form of punishment for deeds you did either in this yeah, life like or Wes, a previous one? Yes, like Wes Anderson is like so good. It's so creative. It's I get it. But like... I just go for pure entertainment and to escape reality when I go see Mission Impossible. Yeah. It's I, like entertainment, action, hot hot people, 
just nonstop. <laughs> what? There's always like hot girls hey, and good looking people. Sure. That, that chick, I don't know her name. Which the which one? In Mission Impossible. Because there's always a couple hot one. girls. What? Well, all right. So the one. There was fla- everyone could you know be happy in that movie. They have they had a flavor for everyone. It was it was like if Baskin Robbins did the casting. Totally. All right. I'm I'm getting I'm getting the cast. I can tell you this girl's name. Oh man, they're all pretty. So this girl, the main one, Haley, Haley Atwell. Yeah. So Haley Atwell, the brunette, right, is mathematically van the prettiest human being I've ever seen on the planet. Untrue. That would be her co-star Vanessa Kirby. Ven- See, but it's a, whatever your type is. Really, really pretty. There's brunette. Yeah. There's a yeah. blonde. I mean, they they had it all for you there. I use this analogy sometimes. I'm going to use it here. If you gave a child a set of Crayolas and said, draw the prettiest human being, like, girl you've ever seen, you would draw Haley Atwell. That is awful. You know how bad children are at art? Yeah, but they're going to trust some child to draw Haley Atwell? They're not terrible at honesty. It's going to look like Gumby. She's going to draw Gumby. She's the prettiest person I've ever seen on a camera. When was she standing on a camera? And when I'm watching this thing, by the way, Amory, I don't know if you feel this way. Do you want to learn pickpocketing? Oh, because of that movie? Yes. Now? It's the most important skill set, I believe, on the planet. Well, now I believe that. <laughs> Before you did not. No. I don't want to watch Hard Knocks if they don't have the eliminations. Wait, I have to say one more thing about Mission Impossible. That's how good it was. Tom Cruise does all his own stunts. Mm. No, he does. I mean, that's what the media tells that's you. That's what I was told. Yeah. Uh, did you... They show you before the movie, too. He's like 70. He's 62. Which is... What? Yeah. What? I want... Like, doesn't that make you feel like, what am I doing with my life? He's 62. You're an idiot, Van, for not wanting to join his cult. (laughs) He's not 62 like a regular person's 62. He's 62 like a hundred millionaire who feasts on baby blood and dolphin tears, allegedly. Well, he looks good. He gets the infusions. And makes good movies. What do you think the best train scene is in a movie, man? Probably like North by Northwest, something artsy like that. Best train scene from a movie. I, for a long time, you would think it was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade when they're going through the mountain thing and Sean Connery's there. And that also lots of Indiana Jones references here. But probably, right? There was one don't, great train scene. Don't say Snowpiercer. From that, from that that website we all like so much, something hub. What is it? I have no idea. Where There's a really about. good train yeah, scene on that one. I don't I'm even like get, a traveling hub. I don't even, yeah, travel hub. I don't even. That's ins- what it was. I don't even inside get this joke. Neither do I. The train scene in Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Okay, is the greatest cinematic masterpiece ever put onto film. Um, Andor. The oh, it's definitely Andor. better than that. Yeah, because that one. I am not trying to be too like itsy here. This had, like, real stuff, as opposed to Andor, which is, like, you could tell it felt like it was made on Disney+. Plus. Did Tom Cruise do all of his own stunts in oh, the train so scene? Good. It was so good. If you're not getting cut on Hard Knocks, I'm not watching. I don't watch American Idol past when the losers get cut, and I'm not going to watch Hard Knocks without the losers getting cut. This uh, is the Aaron Rodgers show. It's not about anyone else on this team other than Aaron Rodgers. They'll do a couple fluffy cutaway scenes, but this is all about Aaron Rodgers. It's all too filtered for me. It's like that quarterback show on Netflix. Stop presenting this stuff 
is behind the scenes, insightful, any of that noise. It's not. This is all propagandic. I'm not in. Last year, they got it right with the Lions. That was a good season. They took the lens off a little bit and opened it up. The Cowboys season before that, that was pure propaganda. That was just football commercial porn. The best part of Hard Knocks is the credit scenes at the end of Hard Knocks when the players are just like just like razzing each other like on the field or throwing jokes and it just they play that in the background when the credits are rolling. The rest of Hard Knocks is like 80 85% staged produced whatever, 10% game footage and 5% something actually interesting. But the end credits is the only good part of Hard Knocks. Because we are in sports entertainment, I watch Hard Knocks every year because it's relevant. Because we have to. Millions and millions of people watch it, and we need our perspective. I've liked a couple seasons throughout the years. The Lions crushed. That was fantastic entertainment. The Cowboys was the worst. That's that The Cowboys season is what you're describing. Here's why. Everything was absolutely staged. Nothing seemed natural. Everything seemed scripted. It was air quotes reality TV where they might not have their lines scripted, but literally everything else is. The problem with... Like, the, all right, all right, Dak, you walk in through this way. Uh-huh. And there's going to be a kid just magically standing there who wants your autograph. You give him the autograph, and then you buy him ice cream. We actually already signed it for you, so just pantomime the motion, and then mm-hmm. we'll zoom in on a very legible signature that doesn't compare to any other signature you've ever given before. Also, that's why the the Browns one or Browns, excuse me. That's why the Lions one seemed so good for, to you. It wasn't actually good. It was just a positioned against how bad the Cowboys ones were. Van, you know why you should like Mission Impossible? Oh God, because hot chicks, hot chicks and action and entertainment. But the last Mission Impossible is so successful. All the years the first Mission Impossible was made the last time the the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. It's a long time. Is it that far spread apart? Or the first one was then? In 1996. Ooh. That's still a not good reason. <laughs> I will watch Tom Cruise's 80s movies. Cocktail, give me all you got. Risky Business, let's go. Rain Man, oh, yes, please. But all this stuff, since he switched to his little... Weird culty stuff, I'm out. I'm not supporting it in any way. I'll give my $13.50 to the other weirdos. I'll give it to Wes Anderson and Christopher Nolan. Hope they don't get outed as weirdos someday. Yeah, Hollywood's all corrupt. Sorry. 100% Wes Anderson's going to. Also, if Wes Anderson was a photographer instead of like a filmmaker, he might be the best photographer of all time. Not the best filmmaker of all time. For what you're looking for, that's an easy statement. That's the understatement of the world. I can see you hating Wes Anderson. I I'm don't. Su- hate I'm surprised him. you even showed up to the thing. I'm into stuff that I can use to make fun of you for. Oh, right, right, right. Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. 
As always, we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cobalt Banker Legacy Studio. We play on Team I-9. We start our days just like I did today, Freddie Fame, at the YMCA. Lunch and a milkshake, that goes down at 66 Diner. It's throwing Thursday every Thursday at ABQX. The boys will give you $7.50 off per person, per hour, per lane. And while you're there, have yourself a little Red Door beer. Why don't you? We get all of our merch at the Duke's Team Store in the Knob Hill Shopping Center in the weekends. That's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Vodka. 20 short minutes away from Sean Merriman joining us on the program. He's got a big new promotion going on, man. We're talking about that at length. He stays promoting them fights. It's I think this is the 10th Lights Out. That's a big deal. Yeah, it's a good one. It's August the 26th. Do you want to go? Like We've talked about it. We should just go. Just go to one. Hey, Marie, do you want to go to a Lights Out event in Puma, California? No. Palma? P-A-U? No. Now, hold on. What Palma Valley? Palma Valley? It's like in L.A. It's like one of those 920 ones. Oh, uh, okay. Excited about this. Also, we're going to talk a little NFL free agency with Sean. You know, he knows about that. Bunch of weird deadlines. Hey, Marie, those deadlines came today, right? Yes. What's up? Well, that's we're saving that for the segment. Well, I'm doing it right now. Oh, you want to do it right now? What? Well, I don't need to. I just want to talk about NFL deadlines. I mean, I don't like what? <clears throat> now what mandatory this? NFL headlines with a Marie Castillo. You guys love that intro, what is don't that? you? What? Did you just interrupt me trying to introduce the thing that you want to do? Yes. This is like when a child has a toy and the other child wants the toy. You didn't want the toy before I was playing with it. Hey, Marie. Yes. Love the intro. That music absolutely slaps. Right? Where did that come from? I need more. The boss man, Jared Hart. And is, is this the same song playing right now? Yeah, I don't know. It's just it like, just keeps it's getting just better? For the, for oh, the mandatory Avery headlines. Do we have to talk NFL now, or can yes. we just listen to this intro over I mean, and over we're again? We're going to talk about it. We're going to listen. We could keep this on the low, the music, but mandatory headlines, big day in the NFL. Never mind. I'm back. And out. a lot of running backs did not reach an agreement. And important running backs, whether it's in your fantasy football league or feel, your team. I feel like when I was like 11 years old, I go to the arcade and play like a racing game. Like yeah, cruising isn't it great? USA. That's a Street Fighter intro. That's what it is. It's ripped directly from Street Fighter. I don't know Fighter. what it is, but I, I like it. And you're going to be hearing it every day. If Beverly Hills Cop and the Street Fighter theme had a baby, that's this introduction. Do, do, Zangief. <laughs> yoga fire, yoga flame. So technically 42 minutes ago. Flawless victory. A franchise Wrong tag game. player had to be signed. <gasps> oh, or. Take it or out the, back. Yeah. So in the NFL, July 17th, 4 p.m. Eastern, New York time. This is the day where you retain your top free agents. So Giants running back, Saquon Barkley. Las Vegas Raiders running back, Josh Jacobs. Cowboys running back, Tony Pollard. And Jaguars tight end, Evan Ingram. Did not sign long-term contracts. Well, no, why would they? Why would the team? Because they're trying to hold out. You know what? Take the money. To get that money. Take the money. To get that bag. You're under contract this year. 
play under your contract. Play lights out. Well, there's no money. And if then you're get run- more money. If you're a running back, there's no money. In 2015, the franchise so tag great. for a running back was 11 million. Now they it's offered, 10 million. They offered Saquon 13 million, and he said no. And he's like, nah, 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 nah. So now Saquon, don't hold out. They offered you an ass ton of money. Now you got to play for yourself. This is Saquon's year. Bet on yourself and get more money from someone else next year. Rub it in the Giants' faces. Josh Jacobs is the one that's expressed the most frustration, though. He's uh, teasing a holdout that extends into the season after a breakout of his own last year, if you didn't know. And he's mad that they did not give him a long-term deal. They didn't give him a long-term deal based on one year of results. He's been good once. We might see a trade coming with Josh Jacobs. No, you won't. No one wants running backs. They want Shohei Otani. I don't hate that. (laughs) If I were to draft a running back high, have him for his five-year rookie deal, and then let him walk, I'm cool. I'll do that every time. Every single time. Is he Christian McCaffrey? Nope. Oh, is he Derrick Henry? Nope. Adios, sucker. And your other headline is DeAndre Hopkins is signing with the Tennessee Titans. Not the worst move. Yes, it is the worst move. Why? He gets to live in Nashville. Who's their quarterback? Uh, Ryan Tannehill. They got like four dudes. Well, (laughs) probably Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill or what's his name? Malik Rose? What is his name? Uh, What's the other one? Willis. With the big shoulders. Will Levis. Will Levis. One of these guys. Malik 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 Will Levis. Malik Will Levis. Malik Will Levis. That's all the football we get? Well, we are running really late right now in this Play hour. Play that song again. We will. We can do this segment again in like another hour. I've lost more to talk about. No, save it. No, don't. Save save the song for another day. Oh, it's going to be every day. I, I don't want to get burned out on it. I loved it so much in its first run. Now I don't want to get burned out. Play the intro again. <clears throat> what is that? <laughs> Now, mandatory NFL headlines with A. Marie Castillo. That is so good. It comes in super hot. Well, because I usually have to interrupt you guys who talk about NFL. That's why the ahem. You get it now. It's crazy that the powers that be don't think I know this product well enough that we have to mandatory NFL talk. Well, I just keep you on track. <laughs> and it is mandatory. It is now that we have a song for it. NFL stands for No Fun Live Radio. That's not true. NFL talk. Can you believe that the guy that wants all the money in the world wasn't paid all the money in the world? No. Hey, was that guy a quarterback? Nope. Oh, well, he doesn't deserve it then, does he? Because Amory said so. More NFL talk whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell says he's sorry to Steelers fans. <laughs> a little too late, my man. For being temporarily crazier than Antonio Brown and ruining their championship window. I never apologize to the fans for sitting out or leaving the Steelers. So I want to say I apologize for leaving the best damn fans that are in this damn world. I shouldn't have left. I apologize. I should never have left. That's my fault. That's on me. 
while I think Roethlisberger was overrated and not the best dude, he was a wildly above average quarterback. And they had Le'Veon Bell, which was like the best running back at the time. And Antonio Brown, who was unquestionably the best wide receiver at the time. And a good defense. The Steelers could have went on a Patriots-esque run, but they had two insane people on their offense in Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. And collapse the whole building. Amory, go ahead and chime in about how your fantasy team never recovered that season and how you've <laughs> held on to it for so very long and how even this apology doesn't heal any of those wounds. I actually did not have Le'Veon Bell on my fantasy team that year. That uh, year. All right, hold on, you two idiots. I meant fantasy boxing. Let's go. Oh, see what you okay. did there. He's a loser. Who's a loser? Le'Veon Bell. Also, this Why is, is he a loser? Right. This is manipulation 101, if we can be real clear. Like, Van can give an entire TED Talk on how to manipulate people into their doing his, like, abating by his, his wishes. But what Le'Veon Bell is doing is step two. Number one, you be the problem. Yeah. That has to be number one. Mm-hmm. Then number two, apologize for the problem that you created. Right. And then let others feel as if they're owed to you an acceptance of that apology and then manipulate them from there. This is classic, like, gaslighting 101. It's not you, it's me. When, in fact, it was the crappy city of Pittsburgh the entire time. Also, they offered him money. They offered him a contract. You didn't you know, to, a lot of money. You didn't have to go be a weird celebrity, quote-unquote, boxer. You and I are hosting a, an Iron Chef thing at Chili's tomorrow at, like, noon. Got uh, stoked for that. We're celebrity host of a chi- of an Iron Chef style Chili's cook off at the at the Chili's Who over are the by chefs the mall. Involved? Oh, great question. Great question. Uh, oh, I'm I, sorry, I'm I just believe, really into that stuff. I believe Iron Chef Morimoto will be there. Okay. Iron Chef. Uh, Is Juan, it chefs Juan locally? Kenichi? That's all you need to ask. I'm asking. Well, I believe they're all Chili's associated. Bobby Flay. Nice. I heard. There's rumors. Oh my. Okay, never mind. Anyways. I'm Don't just, be surprised if Gordon Ramsay shows up. Moriyo Morimoto, Hiroki Sakai, Chin Kanichi. Mm, I love Chin Kanichi. Sprinkle it on some noodles. Wait, is that is that a person? It's Ro- at noon. Rosku Saburo Machicha. Yeah, it's at noon. At the Chili's over by the mall. By the Cottonwood Mall. Amory, edit that last thing that Fred said. Okay, I think I that's just a string of cuss words he read on the internet. Take it out of the last two minutes of the pod. Thank you. Here's what I want from you two. When the mystery ingredient comes out and it's salmon, we need to remember we're in the desert. It might not taste great. This is the desert. Well, you freeze it. You freeze it and you bring it here. I believe they fly them in on live wells. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's planes with like oceans in them and they fly fish in. This is real. I know that they did that before the Corvids. At an unnamed restaurant who doesn't sponsor the show. I know an unnamed restaurant who doesn't sponsor the show used to fly in all the fish for Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. Now they didn't during the Corvids. The big fish in the world of MMA fighting is Sean Merriman, and he'll join us when we get back from the break. So we're going to talk about his big event coming up in a little bit about the NFL offseason. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Sports Channel.